finish him. Today's episode is going to be just a tad bit different. Uh, I'm, I'm going to probably repeat myself a lot, and I'm going to probably say and and but, and you know all kinds of stuff. I'm already doing it right now, right? But I felt like I, there's a lot of things I need to get off my chest, and all of it has to do with Mortal Kombat. The movie's been out for almost a week, and there goes another and, right? I bet you can do a drinking game to how many ands it's about to happen. But it's been out for a week. Everybody's just shitting on it. And for not even a good reason. Every time I talk to somebody about it, they can never give me a logical reason on why it sucks. All they can say is, what's well, not the original? Was the original that much of a cinematic masterpiece in your mind? Or is it just because it was something part of your childhood? Now, I'm the first one to sit here and say, well, I, I wear nostalgia goggles for some things. But for the most part, I'm open-minded. So I will shit on something where I'm like, wow, this really sucked. Because sometimes it just does. But that's my opinion and everybody's entitled to theirs. As long as you have a logical reason. Yes, I'm talking about logic and Mortal Kombat in the same podcast. But let's be real here. As soon as the trailer came out, everybody's like, oh my god, who's this and who's that? You know, my childhood is ruined. I hate when people say that bullshit. Your childhood is not ruined. It is intact. Nobody's going to force you to watch the trailer. Nobody is forcing you to comment on it. Telling everybody why this movie is going to suck. Nobody is putting a gun to your head and saying, if you don't watch this, you know, whatever, right? Your childhood is still intact. If you have movies, you know, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, whatever you want, whatever you watch anything on, your childhood is still there. If you have toys, guess what? Your childhood is still there. Well, here's the biggest one. If you have memories, your childhood is still there. Anytime they make something new, it's not going to erase anything. So stop trying to act like your childhood is just poof, it's gone and, you know, it's it's in some sort of universe where you can't see it anymore. No, it's still going to be there. So the fact that you get grown men crying that their childhood is ruined. How the fuck? Like, did your balls drop? I'm pretty sure they didn't. And you know what else bothers me too? Is now everybody is suddenly a huge fan of Johnny Cage. Why? Don't act like he didn't do anything great in the original movie. He had one good fight with Scorpion and then he died in the second movie right at the beginning. He, that's basically all he was. And even in the game, who really picked Johnny Cage over Sub-Zero and Scorpion? No one. So don't act like, and I'm pretty sure people are going to think, Oh, you're full of shit. I've loved Johnny Cage since the beginning. I was there when he created. Oh, suck dick. Because I know you didn't. All Johnny Cage did was a shadow kick and the splits and the punch to the nuts. And I, you know, I didn't see any posts. I don't see any fan art. All over the place of of Johnny Cage. No, I see more of Sub-Zero and Scorpion, which this movie was centered around. The the creators of this movie, or the writers, producers, they knew people love Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Because even in the 95 movie, they didn't get the, the fair shake. They were just side characters. 
They didn't do nothing special. He had Raiden, who was played by, by fucking Christopher Lambert from Highlander. Nobody gave a shit about that. Veronica Vaughn, uh, uh, whatever her name is, I can't even, it's escaping me. She was Veronica Vaughn on Adam Sandler's uh, uh, Billy Madison. She was Sonya Blade. Really? Kano was once again a standout because in that movie he was a standout and he died right at the beginning. I didn't hear anybody bitch about that. But now, you know, once again, everybody just becomes a huge fan of nothing because of nothing. Um, it's just like when a celebrity dies. I don't see post after post after post about the certain celebrity when he's when they're, when they're alive, he or she, whatever it may be. But then as soon as they die, all of a sudden everybody has their collections and there's huge fans everywhere. There's RIPs and movie clips. Or when it's a musician, all their Spotify listens go up higher and everybody's sharing music videos and and quotes from lyrics. I mean, come on. When DMX died, I didn't see shit. People didn't say shit about DMX for years. Oh, man, what a fucking crackhead. And then all of a sudden, you know, because he was a druggie. He had drug issues, sorry, I wouldn't call him a druggie just yet He was was trying to clean up But anyways I didn't see any posts about the guy Then all of a sudden he dies and everybody's fucking playing the fucking anthem And and posting the lyrics from songs that they just probably just found online somewhere And said, oh wow, this sounds like a good lyric And he's just like Marilyn Monroe And and somehow she's some sort of (laughs) philosopher to all these whores online Um uh, a smile is a, a girl's best whatever who gives a shit um you know i'm getting way off topic here but let's get back to mortal kombat shall we in 95 mortal kombat did not have the technology that they have today that's why we were able to see things like kung lao's fatality with the fan which to me was the best fucking thing i've seen in, i saw in that whole movie because when he threw his hat on the floor and it fucking spun like a buzzsaw that was great. You know, he even flew up from the floor, just like his moves. This movie was fan service, and everybody shits on it. Really. They go, and they just shit on this movie, and they did fan service. They did a great thing for you guys. Nobody appreciates it. Like, nobody appreciates it at all. They had cameos. Um, they had a lot of Easter eggs. Why not? But I don't see any of these huge fans. I'm doing the quotations, by the way. Saying any of those things. All they're saying is, oh, it wasn't the original movie. Let's go to that. Reptile looked like shit in the original movie. He looked like he was made out of a lava lamp. You know, the original movie didn't deliver on Luke Kang. Let's be real here. Did we really see a bicycle kick in that movie? And you're going to say, yes, we did. No, we didn't. We saw the actor, Robin Shaw, sit on something and he kicked his little legs as if he's learning how to swim. That wasn't a bicycle kick. The real bicycle kick came from the new movie. We got to see it while zoomed out. Not zoomed in on this dude's chest while he's fucking looking like he's having a tantrum. No, we didn't. Scorpion and Sub-Zero's story? Come on, it's great. And that's probably what everybody's going to say. Oh, that was the best part of the movie. Who cares? The best part of the movie was Kano. Kano was the best part of the fucking movie. If they made a movie of, of him and Cabal... By themselves, as some sort of buddy cop movie or or some sort of origin story, I would have loved. I would have paid to see that. I would have paid top dollar to watch Kano and Cabal just fucking talk shit about each other for a good hour and a half to two hours. Yes, I said that. 
My biggest gripe from this movie is the lack of the original song. Now, that's where I'm going to put the nostalgia goggles on and sound hypocritical because the remake, they added like some sort of dubstep remake to it. And I was like, ah, okay. And then they slowed it down a little bit. And I was like, ah, all right. But the original, more, the, the song from the Immortals, the original Mortal Kombat theme will forever be the greatest movie theme of all time. I don't give a shit if it's Back to the Future or anything. If, when you, I'm not going to say if, when that dude yells out Mortal Kombat at the beginning, if you didn't, if that didn't make you want to stand up and shoot some sort of imaginary ice out of your hand or throw like an imaginary fucking string at somebody just to say, get over here or do some sort of martial arts kicks for no reason, then something's wrong with you. Between that theme and the 1990s X-Men theme, you couldn't get any better than those. There's no way, no way in hell you can get any better than those. And that's the only thing that I'll have nostalgia goggles on. I'm like, you know what? If this movie has this fucking theme, I'm going to shit myself. It didn't. It's, it did have it, but it didn't. Um, I do like how the fans added the original theme to the trailer. And I was like, okay. Now this gets me even more hype. Even going into the movie. I was just like, okay, cool. But for people to say that it's the worst Mortal Kombat movie as if Annihilation didn't exist. As if the TV show Mortal Kombat Conquest didn't exist. Or as if the live stage show didn't exist. Yes, if you're going to sit here and tell everybody how big of a fan you are and you didn't know about the live show that happened in the late 90s, you're full of shit. Just straight full of shit. Don't even try to sit here and tell me any different. Like, I'm not even... I'm done with you. If you tell me that you haven't seen that and you're going to sit here and tell me that the new Mortal Kombat movie is trash and it's the worst thing that they've ever done. I had a dude at work the other day was telling me about the movie. He was like, oh, this movie's crap. It was shit. I didn't like it. Kane. Kane was the best part of the movie. I tuned him out right after that. Who the fuck is Kane? If you're going to sit here and not give me the correct names, don't even try to sit here and give me your opinion and tell me how much of a fan you are because you're not. This movie had almost everything a fan could want. Yeah, sure, Goro was in here for just a little bit and everybody's oh you know Goro didn't do a lot he didn't do shit in the original movie either he sat there he looked like some sort of hood rat in the original with that big ass ponytail on top and he was just there screaming you know nothing he gets punched in the nuts and he falls off the the side of the mountain actually and that was it I didn't know I was like okay cool Goro's gone and in this new one they put a fatality on his ass Cole Young was, you know, the one that actually Cole Young is the new character. And it kind of goes into what I was talking about, Goro, because he kills Goro in the movie. Spoiler alert. Um, But Cole Young really wasn't needed. But I can understand why he was in there. Because they needed to advance the Scorpion and Sub-Zero storyline. Cool. Were his powers great? No. The dude just fucking somehow got a wetsuit. And all of a sudden he was badass. And that was it. You know, get used to it. Apparently this is a planned trilogy and the tournament is going to be set up in the next movie. I'm glad 
that we didn't get everything in this first movie. It set everything up. It set the tone. Okay, now the next one, the tournament's going to happen. Great. You know, I'm glad they didn't fucking blow their load right at the beginning. Who cares? Um, We're going to get Cole Young. So if you're going to bitch about it, get used to it. You're going to see him. End of story, whether I liked him or not, or whether you liked him or not, he's going to be in it. And like I said, I may have repeated myself a few times in this. And, you know, just a lot of things just bottled up. You know, I had a lot of anger. And a lot of people were just like, wow. No, I wouldn't say anger. I was just more annoyed with people. Like, stop telling me that it wasn't the original. Come on, let's be let's be completely real here. At least if this new one was on a pirate ship or whatever ship that they were going to use to go to the outworld, it wouldn't have a backdrop of a bed sheet and some stars. Go back and look in 95 and tell me when they got on the ship, when Sonya and Liu Kang and uh, Johnny Cage got on that ship, that that backdrop was fucking legit. So don't cry. Oh, you know, this is the worst. No, I'll tell you what's worse. Street Fighter. And I actually love that movie. Yeah, the Street Fighter one with Gomez Adams as Bison. And uh, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme as the uh, with his uh, non-American accent playing uh, an American hero as Guile. But you know what? A lot of things could be worse. Let's, let's think about Doom. Doom with The Rock. The Rock, everything The Rock touches is gold. But back then, everything he touched was fucking shit. Do try to get his foot in the door. Scorpion King was garbage also, but it wasn't even a video game movie. But, you know, I may have, like I said, I may have repeated myself. I'm probably repeating myself now, but there was probably a lot of ands and buts and thens and thats. And uh, I do apologize for that. We'll see. There you go. If you could have done a drinking game to how many times I repeated myself, you'd probably be shit faced right now. But let me know what you guys think. Was Mortal Kombat really as bad as people say it is? What is was it as you know? Was, was the first one better? Yeah, you're probably gonna say yeah, the first one was great. Go back and look at it. Look at it through adult eyes now, and sit here and tell me that that movie wasn't a low budget, you know, shark to puss movie that you would see on the Sci-Fi Channel. Tell me that those special effects were great. Just. You know, just I, I need some sort of feedback for this. I need it. Whether it's bad or whether it's good or whether you think I'm full of shit. Let me know at slash underscore vision underscore TV on Instagram. And I do apologize once again for all this uh, this bullshit that I just said. And thank you for listening until next time.